0: Just watching movies now. Hello and welcome to Angry Little Goats. I'm Eliza Skinner.
1: Uh Moshi Moshi, I'm Will Weldon.
0: Oh boy. Okay, we gotta redo that. No, that's a no no. <laughs> I'm no. Just kidding.
1: That is a traditional Japanese telephone greeting, meaning ah. meaning something along the lines of uh I speak, I speak, or to speak, to speak, something mm. like that. Speaking. And, uh, I was thinking about it because I don't believe anybody says it in this movie. And I was like, huh, I'm so used to everything that is every piece of Japanese media I watch. uh, Someone says that, like, at least once that it struck me as odd that it didn't happen in this. There is also. uh, Wait, wait, we have to (laughs) introduce it first. uh, Oh, uh, I guess. Um, Yes. (laughs) The
0: movie that we watched and are talking about today is Audition um by takashi Mike from 1999 well he was the director um from 1999 it's based on a novel by ryu Murakami. um it is the story of a widower who is looking for a new partner and holds an audition with his his friend his like film friend convinces him to hold an audition to find a woman he finds a woman and the path that that goes down okay
1: uh yes. Go for
0: it. Also, oh, yeah, and anyone, it's Japanese.
1: <laughs> if if anyone is listening and knows how to say is 100 percent definitive in their pronunciation of uh miike, I would love confirmation on how to say it because everything I've I all I saw a couple things that gave the double. It's like you're supposed to hit the double e. Hmm. Um, I looked
0: it up and had the I did the little YouTube. How do you pronounce it where the person's Julian, person is like,
1: whatever his name is?
0: Is that the person's name?
1: There's like a get Julian something who has an account where he's like, we're going to pronounce and he's an insanely deep voice. And I can't totally place his accent.
0: Yeah. I tried to, I, I, but I did do that. That was the that was the result I found. Um, because yeah, I a part of my brain, I knew I was going to have to do a little bit of introduction on this film. And part of me is like, well, if you've only seen something written and not heard it said, it's OK to just do your best. And then I was like, well, OK, but you're a white woman and you should really you could put in some more effort, couldn't you? I mean, as a broadcaster, you know, it's not like you're talking over brunch. And so it was a fun conversation I had with
1: myself this morning. I'll say you would think, you know, the guy is like a really uh, uh, quite a, like infamous, like well-known director I was kind of shocked by like how hard it is to pin down how to say his name
0: well I mean it's it's probably said differently with different dialect also in the way that you know when someone from a country any country says something and you try to repeat it they're always going to hear a slight difference than you do or even like different parts of America um like someone will be like oh you know boiled peanuts and you'll be like Bald peanuts? No, boiled peanuts. And they're saying boiled peanuts. You see what I'm saying? Uh,
1: like, my mother says Italian and it sounds like a hate. <laughs> it sounds like a slur every time she does it.
0: There are so many. I'm things like, how like dare that. you?
1: I'm married to, I'm so, married to an Italian. There are so many,
0: so shit. many things that have I can to do you can. with nationalities and races that, like, I'm like, ooh, ooh, that's not that's not right, right? Like, I always say Jewish people. I Jews sounds like, um mm, I oh if I was a Jewish person, I could say that. But as a non, no, it sounds harsh.
1: Yeah, I I, I just feel like um look, we don't need to get into dialects here. Um I I, I do um well, because we could just talk run around in circles all day about this if we wanted okay, to. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Like, yeah, take all over. that out. Take let's all start that. over. I'm okay. gonna do the intro. Um oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it. So did we? It's it's so we decided in advance. It was like, well, one of us will summarize it. Do the Mm -hmm. intro, do the summary. I didn't know what your summary was going, how in depth you were going to go. Is that your? Are you? Is that your summary? And that is not in any way a a a judgment. Yeah, I just felt like we should.
0: I okay. I just felt like we should do something to establish what it is we're talking about. Not like go. You know, we'll go deeply as we talk about it.
1: Okay, great. Yes. I didn't know if we'd do a full, uh, if we were then going to go a full, you were going to try to summarize it and I would then interrupt you every two minutes, as is the movie podcast tradition.
0: No, no, no. Just, just start it off.
1: Okay. And we also have three, we each were to bring three questions. Okay. Actually, I have things, I have things first that go along with what you did. So this, this movie, uh, I looked it up. It's, uh, it's, it's Metacritic score. And now- you and I have talked about this plenty of times in our personal lives. Uh, we you are going to use Metacritic and not Rotten Tomatoes because Rotten Tomatoes is merely a- Corrupt. It's it, a like,
0: corrupt system.
1: And Rotten Tomatoes is purely a percentage of critics that gave a movie a quote-unquote fresh score. It doesn't, so they could have all been like, it is barely fresh. And all the people who gave it a quote-unquote rotten score could have said, this is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. So it could have a Rotten Tomato score of like, uh, uh, you know, 88. But then in reality, most of those critics, uh, the general consensus was like, this is not very good. Metacritic is an average of the score critics give it. And now scoring movies is in itself a problematic thing, but whatever. EG- Roger Ebert actually had some interesting thoughts on it. But that is why I always insist on using Metacritic. It's an average of what the critics gave it. And uh, audition is sitting at a seventy, and it has uh, which
0: I will say is I think remarkably high for a horror movie, because um, critics have to review whatever they see, and there's a lot of critics who do not like specific genres, especially stuff like horror. So just the like they're just never going to like that movie, and so it'll score lower than say like the one thing I do like about. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, is the uh, the viewer, like the, the audience score. Mm. Because I'm like, well, those are people who chose to go see this genre of movie, this movie, and here's what they thought based on their expectations and then having seen it. Um, and it's always very... I, where it's often very different from the critic score because of that.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't like it because uh, any, any fucking crank off can go. And, you know, it's like so many movies have been uh, victims of just brigading the critical, the audience score.
0: Yeah, but I mean, if you look up a Tyler Perry movie on Rotten Tomatoes, oh,
1: yeah. critic 13, yeah.
0: user 88. Like yeah. you went to see it on purpose because you wanted to see that movie and, and uh, it delivered what you expected.
1: And also in 1999, that is sort of pre, uh, pre the, uh, sort of online reviewer explosion. Yes. And where, where genre films were sort of reevaluated by like the next generation of, of critics who grew up watching them and loving them. And so now they can evaluate them on their terms instead of just being like, well, I got into this business for easy rider. And this is, (laughs) you know, a guy uh, firing a missile at a, a helicopter and you're like, yeah, but it fucking looks incredible. Um, So it had, uh, of all the critics, it had 14 positive reviews, three mixed, two negative. And uh, I went over to Letterboxd, which obviously tends to attract a certain type of of user. And it had an average score of 3.8 out of five. And that was based on 126,337 reviews. But that's all, all of those reviews would have come. The other thing too about horror movies is the ones that tend to be, acclaimed, even at the time that they came out, were kind of drubbed by critics because it that's like a genre in particular that gets like a a revisionist view of whether like the thing, you know, people were like, oh, disgusting, this stinks. And now the thing people are like, well, it's one of the most finely crafted movies ever made.
0: Well, and I also think a lot of that, like I wrote down some stuff about that, that I I fucking love going back and reading old reviews of movies, especially horror movies, because I'm like, ooh, you guys are showing your asses so hard (laughs) about what you think. Because it's always dudes, and they're always like, I don't get it. Uh, Megan Fox isn't sexy enough in Jennifer's body. This movie's terrible. Like, oh, 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 you don't understand it. And that for sure happened with this. There was, like, people who were like, well, I mean, she lied and he lied so everybody's liars in this movie yeah, why would I, it be revenge and i'm like okay we're i saw you I, you are a person who does not live in the real world is yeah, what's happening I,
1: there was one of the two negative reviews it was like what starts off is like a sweet and quirky uh like romance movie it devolves in the last 20 minutes into s- like yeah, sadistic exactly. torture and it's like well It's not really that sweet. This is entirely on a lie. Uh, I also love getting into the, the, one of my favorite things about it is that when the guy describes all the qualities he wants in a woman and then the woman he picks has like almost none of those qualities, like she on their dates does not come off as like confident or self-assured or like knowing. She just comes off as like kind of totally, just like, just totally seemingly like, entirely focused on this man and offers up so little about herself and well, it's, yeah i I,
0: th- I mean it's a i think it's a really interesting commentary it both a reflection of where of its time and also in a different way a blueprint for where horror movies were going to go because the reflection of its time especially in japan was women were you know going being more independent going to work um and have like there i mean all over the whole world there was a big push of that but uh, the book that it was based on also was like a reflection of that aspect of society um and how and and, and figuring that out between um men and women um so even when they're at the bar and they're like Ugh, listen to these women being Idiots. yes yeah what I a bunch that. of young idiots yeah anyway I want a real lady one who knows ballet or piano <laughs> uh
1: um oh I I tried to ask you uh this uh I, I guess quote unquote was it technically off mic uh but it was just before we started recording had you seen this before?
0: I had not seen this before.
1: So I can tell
0: you my experience of seeing this.
1: Okay. So so uh before you do that, I'll say I had seen it before and I just want to because w- I decided last recording, I was like, let's just watch this. Like at spur of the moment, I was like, let's just do audition. It's on the list I put together and you didn't seem to object to, and it counts. You can watch it for free. I was like, uh, let's just do this so we don't spend any t- so so we're prepped and have as much time as we need. Uh I had, I I remembered most of it, but I had. I have to say I had forgotten uh, that she does make him eat her vomit out of a dog dish. (laughs) I had forgotten about that part. Uh, I mean, I
0: feel like it's not just her vomit, but yes,
1: yes. It's quite thin for it to be just that, but yeah.
0: And, and very, and, and too consistently milky. Yeah. Um, So I had not seen this before. This is one of those movies that I had heard people refer to many times, which is probably why I, as you found hilarious, mixed it up with Boxing Helena, which Mm. having now seen it and rewatching Boxing Helena, I think is not crazy at all. I think (laughs) there was definitely some influence going on. Um, Lots of parallels, tons of differences, but lots of parallels. Um, So I watched this the way that I find the stuff to watch on my, my little system, mm-hmm. on my Roku. I go to the search function, just Roku search. I look it up there,
1: uh-huh. and then it gives me
0: options of different places where I can watch it, different apps I can watch it on. And I knew this was gonna be on Tubi, but it was also in something called Midnight Cult. And I was like, ooh, that sounds fun. I don't even know about Midnight Cult. I'll watch it on that. Here's my recommendation. Don't ever do that. Don't use that. Um they put- try to
1: get you to join a cult? Uh, no before you it's like there's no ads but you do have to give up some blood to moloch it
0: had ads it had ads about every two minutes Uh so this movie's runtime on that was i believe about eight hours um and it it had a great selection of other movies you know it's featuring reanimator it's doing all the fun stuff i think I, I i
1: imagine the midnight Cult is referring to cult films
0: cult films but here's the wacky part it cut out most of the ending what so i finished it and was like how is this a horror movie men have no thick skin at all If this is horrifying i'm sorry or you goes on a bunch of dates with her and then like at the end the son comes in and they have to call the police because she had like a piano teacher who was in a wheelchair. This doesn't make any sense,
1: dude. You are so like it- describing the. This is what. This is how. Um, Fight Club, notoriously in China, was censored in such a way that before all the financial buildings blow up and crumble, it just like pauses and text just appears on this on the screen that just says like, "Thankfully, the police were able to arrest all of the criminals, and uh, the main character spent some time in a mental institution before being uh, cured and released." Like, yeah. Why- what, I, what I is the service? Up. Where is it from?
0: I don't know. And I looked it up. I, I or like looked up reviews of afterwards, and everybody's like, ooh, that final sequence. And I was like, what are you talking about? Apparently, none of you have ever seen anything scary, because none of that was. And oh. then I went back and rewatched it and was like, oh, now... This makes sense. This I, makes sense. I fucking It's The final half hour of this movie, if for some reason you're still listening to this podcast um, and haven't seen it, is just nothing but um, graphic, graphic violence. Um, and it was new at the time. That's what I mean about it being Blueprint going forward. Oh, yeah. I believe uh, Takashi Mike was... Thanked in the credits of um, Hostel, because I think this is the movie that Eli Roth saw and was like, oh, now I know what I want to do. Just that. Just movies that are that whole half hour. Um, And just, oh, oh, and one of the other reviews that I saw. So
1: so can I just say first how sad I am that you figured out that you did not get Mm -hmm. to see the ending before. What if I I
0: showed up for this and was like, (laughs) everybody's wrong and dumb. (laughs) I,
1: I, uh, you, I just, I can't figure out if you would have been, if you would have believed me or if you would have gotten progressively more and more annoyed with me as I I insisted over and over that she sawed a man's foot off.
0: I would have thought that you were, you were reading a lot into implied things. Because yeah, there were, (laughs) there are a few men without feet, but like. We don't it's not like we see her saw them off. <laughs> yes we do. Yes we do with piano wire. And there I did see a uh, a comment somewhere from a a viewer that was like wow I'll never look at piano wire in the same way and I'm thought how did you look at piano wire before because it's famously <laughs> for cutting off heads. Like yeah. that's kind of the only way unless it's in a piano I'm thinking head cutting off.
1: Or or at least or at least like garroting like yeah it 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 I I would never think of piano string as it's just, not string. It's the same as with chainsaws. It's my whole thing with chainsaws. I think of chainsaws. You have as, a whole thing with chainsaws. Yes, I have a sexual obsession with chainsaws. Uh, David Cronenberg <laughs> will be adapting the life rights to my story very soon. It's it's the thing with chainsaws. Is it's like I've I now associate chainsaws more with chainsawing a man than I do with chainsawing a tree because I- have Yeah, it's seen, kind of like a, I seen a wacky reminder that it can do other the stuff. First more than the other uh, by an exponential amount.
0: Hey, did I tell you about the guy that I know with the chainsaw accident? No. I have to have told you about this.
1: I don't think so. A friend
0: of my dad's when I was a kid, uh, he was up in a tree using a chainsaw and he dropped the chainsaw and it cut off his butt. And he was by himself- so it? he had to get down out of the tree and crawl inside and call nine one one to get help from. Him with no but, I believe he he may have even driven himself to the hospital because he was this okay. was a pretty rural. So
1: that that's a so you you were like you were like he had to climb down a tree and use a phone. I was like I understand you might go into shock or that that is a traumatizing event, but like. Explicitly with no butt doesn't seem like it would impact that much, but then when you get to he had to drive to the hospital, it's like okay, now a butt seems yeah. Very like I I remember part.
0: as part of the story the vision of, of of him getting into his truck and having to drive, but I'm also it, like that it, seems that that seems fantastically horrifying. So did, I would I would maybe push, my brain manufactured that.
1: I would push the seat way back so that I mm-hmm. could kind of like crouch. No, like almost like stand, like folded and balance the backs of my thighs. You're still
0: stretching, you're still stretching whatever that butt area. Like, there's just no way you you can't get comfortable when your butt's cut off. Yeah, you just can't find it. It's like being pregnant and trying to sleep. Um, anyway,
1: if I were so the seek, the the hack for that is you just cut a huge pregnant belly sized hole in your mattress and bed and uh, use that for where your butt is yes yeah you're yeah you're you're huge pregnant ass yeah yeah <laughs>
0: okay. all right. so yeah, so this movie when again, just to fill in some gaps uh, not butt gaps uh so the guy's widowed at the beginning the whole first half of this movie is like very moody um and wistful a couple of funny bits um the whole his friend convinces him to have this audition the whole audition sequence i found very funny but also very triggering as a woman who has dated (laughs)
1: because all of the auditioned (laughs) yeah
0: because all of the questions being asked in this audition where they're they're the women don't think that they're auditioning for a movie um they are just in fact auditioning to be this man's new partner um at the beginning before they start the audition the film guy who's running it he refers to himself as an auditioner um which i didn't i i don't know as a profession
1: i, I, would, I would describe i would describe the translation job on this film i'm assuming you watched a subtitled version
0: yes um, do they have an i don't uh, even
1: know if there's a dub uh, yeah i did wasn't, not find wasn't available on Tubi. i I very rarely will watch a dub, of anything, but I, I would describe the I would describe the translation job as workman like it's like <laughs> you get it, but the characters don't really like it. he doesn't move his mouth much when he speaks. So there were a few scenes where you can't tell who's standing talking. there and the person he's talking to is off camera. And I I would have to, like, go back and turn up the volume to be like, OK, he said that part. And then this part is the piano teacher from off screen. Um as a sidebar, I saw the uh I saw Old Boy, the re-release mm-hmm. that Neon did. It's a completely reworked transition or translation, and it is it's incredible. It's a translation where it, it they the characters have voice, It people they speak like yeah, you the can translation is re- like people. Um also they replace famously in the original translation, uh Ode Su gets called a dick shit, and he goes, Dick shit, oh a new swear. And it's like, I don't believe that in, I don't even believe in like Korea that like, I don't believe there's some regional or like cultural, I think this is just a bad translation. And in the new version, I believe he calls him a fucktard. And I was like, you know what? I've heard people say fucktard before. So that's 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 like
0: My aunt was like, er, er, is like an expert on um, Old West and like Native Americans and that whole era of uh, what, western expansion mm-hmm. she teaches she's a professor but i remember she used to be really she, she had a real uh a bone to pick with deadwood because of the all the swearing in it yes. and she was like they don't use they yeah. didn't use that words and i was like first of all who would have been writing those words down so are you sure but second of all it's if it if those are modern words but they're using them to evoke in us the feeling that whatever words of that time would have been used, that's fine. That's great. Because if they were like, you honky tonk, and we were like, well, that sounds cute. We
1: wouldn't understand. David David Milch has talked about this and how he's like, he's like, originally we did have them being like consarnate. And he's like, but that's all silly now. Exactly. They did exactly what you said, where they're like, we essentially translated it into modern English. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, oh,
0: but oh, so for the, I for, want to say,
1: though, okay. you mentioned, well, just because before the audition, have you seen a lot of Game uh, movies?
0: No, I haven't.
1: I've seen a few of them, uh, like the big ones, uh, like Ichi the Killer is nuts. The the that movie is cutting every like 0. 0.75 of a second. It's so frenetic and so crazy. And like, you know, watching this for the I don't think I'd seen any of his movies the first time I saw this, and that whole chunk up until, uh, up until the audition is like so so straightforward. It's like so flat. I don't think the camera moves once. It's like, you know, wide, close up, close up, and it it's really like, and not in a bad way, but of just like he is just portraying this in. It's so mundane and like. Uh, a little bit whimsical. Like once the audition starts, Yeah, I feel like, right in that it's like they've got
0: some tracking stuff of them, like walking through the offices and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And
1: yeah. It, it's just like, it's so straightforward. And I remember watching it being like, like, man, it must've been so like, you would not know he directed this watching that first 33 minutes. If you didn't already know well, from um, what I've
0: heard, he's, he, he's very varied in oh, yeah. what he makes, like really, really different choices um, in genre his... and style and all that
1: stuff. So IMDb, he does like three, he does like, like a movie, a TV show, an episode of a TV show and like a made for TV or like a made for TV movie, like all, one of each every year. It's crazy how much work he's put out. But um, he's, and, um, uh, oh, fucking God damn it!
0: I had something to say about the translation. Oh, oh. Um, and the subtitles.
1: Oh, oh yes.
0: Um, that I it is I'm, I'm kind of shocked that they don't have a better version of it streaming. And I got to believe they must have a better version in uh, DVD or Blu-ray just because it's been released so many different times on DVD. They like the first release apparently was really hard to watch and and garbled um and they the first one the first uh with english subtitles that came out it also came out with a documentary about the egyptian theater which okay (laughs) clearly they were making some random choices and they've released it over and over again um try like better and better versions uh, I think somewhere I read like the 2004 version was supposed to be really good, but there's also a 2006 version. Yeah. So uh, this does kind of,
1: this seems like, a, like similar to like old boy, a movie that is just like waiting for some like specialty distributor, distributor to yeah. get their holds on the rights and really like, cause yeah, even on Tubi also, you're like, God, this looks like shit. Like it mm-hmm. looks like a like DVD transfer that they ripped. Um. Well, and also it's, So there was that whole I don't know if you remember, there was the whole movement in like the kind of early, mid 2000s of the like Asian extreme cinema, which. Yeah, the the production company
0: that started this uh, uh, was um, or that that started the production of uh, this movie was the same one that had put out Ringu, which. um, Yeah. Everybody was like, what? This is our whole thing now as popular culture.
1: Yeah. Yeah. J-Horror then fed into like, like Tale of Two Sisters, I think was like, oh, three, maybe or oh, five was like, so just sort of that wave. But it was that wave initially of like the way these movies first broke in was like, like people being like, dude, it's so fucked up. Like. (laughs) Like they they, they've kind of like began their rise to prominence as dares of people being like, oh, man, you won't he fucking eats an octopus alive, man. And like Mm -hmm. watching them as dares kind of or like stunts. And then I think because the films were so well made, they even unintentionally got kind of buried in their brains where they're like like they would talk about the fucked up shit in it but like on like a subconscious level they also very much enjoyed the movie itself and so it stuck around in their brains and led to people like seeking out more regular uh Well
0: yeah I would say that from I haven't seen tons of this that genre but I would say I've seen enough of it and enough of um like American cult movie like slasher stuff to say that the our version of it is a lot sillier and their version of it seems to be rooted in uh, a lot of uh, countrywide trauma, probably from World War Two. Who knows? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's like there's real emotion in it and expressing uh, mm-hmm. l- larger societal issues and pains whereas we're like hey i learned how to cut a foot off let's make a movie about it guys well
1: so the another thing i learned i don't know if you noticed this during the audition sequence but they were putting check marks next to each name yeah and but watching it you're like i i really feel like what i'm supposed to be getting is that like because it does the quick run of like each girl or each woman really more like girls they're like quite young uh, they're like one line and then it cuts, it frequently cuts to the two of them being like, Oh, oh, oh like, oh, this is a bad choice. And then a check mark next to their name. And I was like, I don't think they're just checking off that they saw this person. I think we're supposed to get that. Like, he doesn't like any of these women. And I looked it up and in Japan, they use circles to indicate approval or a correct answer. And they use X's or check marks to indicate something hmm. is wrong or incorrect.
0: Huh, interesting, because I, I did notice that and I thought, oh, I, I, I thought they weren't cro- I was since they weren't crossing things out. It was like, oh, I guess they're just logging. We've seen them. We've seen them. We've seen them, which to me, uh, I just that just fed more into when our main guy decided, oh, I really like this one woman. And uh, the auditioner was like, why? The, the, she does not stand out it like i felt like oh well to him they're all check marks and to this one other guy he's like only her yeah only her as soon as she comes out because he's read her essay and really related to it um i also thought that it was very interesting i started to say this earlier um that before they see anybody
1: this podcast the interrupters uh sorry i know we're so (laughs)
0: sorry but really it's It's like, you know, oral Adderall. Think of it that way Um, or the need for it. So before. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) we will give you
1: uh, a neurodivergence.
0: Yeah, if you don't have, if you are not neurodivergent, you will be by the end of this. Um, So before the auditions, the auditioner says, I um, we're going to be looking for this woman for you through this it won't be who we would cast for the movie um and he's and the guy's like well why wouldn't it be the guy the 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 woman who wins the part and he says oh well because you're gonna have you're gonna pick somebody happy and the person that we would pick for the part um uh, needs to be actresses need to be sad to be able to really act and then the woman that they pick is just the saddest person <laughs> So sad that the sadness has just transformed into pure spookiness. This woman is spooky from the second. That was the one issue, especially when I watched it without the okay, ending. Okay, this is great because I, I was like, talk
1: to "You, I want to talk to you about th- this." Is something that relates to my uh, one of my questions because I, I, this is okay. Good. Also, before we get into that uh I, I, it's also the thing um, going back to like add a little more detail to it. To I mean, people, have seen, but like the things that. Like he seems like after his wife dies, he spends, what is it, seven years without clearly we're meant to get that he has had no romantic Just fishing. at all. He's Just, been, all
0: he's been yeah. doing is walking down the street with his son and occasionally fishing with his fishing son.
1: Fishing with son. That's he, it. Uh, somebody I also love. It's like clearly the translation when someone when their uh, housekeeper is like, for seven years, you've done nothing but raise your son. And start a company, and then make the company bigger. And it's like, well, oh, see, come on, give that a se- give that a second pass, for God's sake.
0: This this is what I think. Like, this is one of those interesting one of the interesting folds of the movie of like the first half and the second half. Where in the first half we're meant to think that, and then in the second half we find out he's fucking ladies at work. He may have fucked that uh, that housekeeper because all these women who are around him are like, so what's so, up? That is, and that he's like, I don't know to- why you're. So what? that
1: is, okay, that's because I was not clear on why his, I don't think she was like his secretary, but definitely somebody who worked yeah, for she, him. She, she seemed so sad that seemed... he didn't care when she told him she was getting married, exactly. wasn't positive. And that's your read on it.
0: Well, towards the end, when he's have, when we're in these fantasy, these like fantasies folding on fantasies, folding on fantasies, which. Which, which we're not quite sure how to interpret. And yeah. um, I think that's very purposeful. Um, and one of them, the woman that he's looking at becomes her. And she's like, why didn't I thought something was going to ha- be real with us? You did that one time with me and it never went anywhere. And he's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, why did you do? I think she's like, why did you do that one time? And that was it. So that I figured Oh okay. oh, okay. So he did. This right. makes this make sense.
1: I I missed that. I might have been taking a really big, long, uh, a gulp of water. Okay. Because the- I am like a frog. I like to get uh, my neck bulges out like a full like foot and a half. I just fill it with. Oh, water. I've seen
0: it. We've seen movies together.
1: Okay. Yeah. Great. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I'm I'm banned. I was banned from the ArcLight explicitly for doing that. Uh. In the Cinerama Dome. Uh. But they um. Okay. 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 That's yes. Right, I was <laughs> unsure of that. Um, oh, but the t- so he has, but the th- it, it's his son tells mm-hmm. him he should uh uh get a woman, start dating someone, and also his son brings a girl around, which he's showing her these like dinosaur picture books. And when I saw that, I was like, "Yo, this guy gets no pussy. This is the worst move I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> but, but she the- said she wanted to see it. Yeah, come on, move. I bought my- it. Uh, but, um, and okay. I thought just his secretary, I wasn't sure why she was sad. I thought maybe she had an interest in him, but I think, I think that also is a part of when she says she's getting married, it seems like one of the drivers for him thinking like I should remarry is like the people around him are either explicitly telling him or they themselves are getting into these relationships. And he's like, oh yeah, like a relationship. I could do that too. Uh, okay. But yes, that makes sense about the, uh, the psychiatrist. So you were you were saying the thing. So you immediately found this the woman spooky. Uh what is her oh, name? Her name is Yeah a, so a shop, so the first
0: comic? Asami the first time I watched it again when there was no spook there was no uh traumatizing ending. Um I found I, it really hard I cannot hard... believe
1: that was your first view. I, I I
0: found it really hard to understand it as a horror movie at all not only because that part was miss- missing but because there was no tension about whether or not this woman was scary because mm-hmm. the first moment we meet her and not just us like in in horror movies traditionally the the our, our protagonist won't have access to the things that we the audience see like we see her being spooky alone in her apartment but he doesn't see that fair fine but every interaction with her she's super spooky and at first, he's like clearly interpreting that as, I don't know, uh, wounded whimsy mm-hmm. um, and fragility. But as it goes on more and more, it's just spooky. Like he'll be like, like even in the, the this seduction scene, they finally they go on on a couple of dates. They go to the beach or like a little getaway together. And he's like, hey, so what do you want to do tonight? Do you want to do you want to go to dinner? Do you want to go to the harbor? Do you want to like we could go to a gallery? And she just wordlessly turns away from him and starts taking her clothes off and then gets in bed. And he does, too. Like she like invites him in. You know, there's more to it. There's exchange and everything. But I'm like, see, that shit's fucking scre- creepy. That's creepy. Oh, She's being creepy.
1: This is so <laughs> like, great. I'm, I'm... I don't
0: I, I do not feel sorry for him for not being like, hold I'm... up. This is spooky. What's going I'm,
1: on with you, friend? I'm I'm so I'm so pumped that we each had gendered experiences from this. Okay. Because for me, I was going to say watching the movie, nothing to me is like truly off in the film. I mean, and obviously, even before I'd seen it, I knew what happened because I'd read about it. Like this was such a thing people oh, yeah. been writing about this movie for so long and it, 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 it this we'll was a to
0: topic it. that i avoided with men for a very long time when i was young and because they'd be like "have you seen it? whoa you you're not going to believe it. it's going to blow your mind." whoa and, it's, it's and i'd be like bad. "okay film guy all right have you seen singing in the rain?" and they'd be like <laughs> "no i see real movies." and i'm like "fuck yourself."
1: singing in the rain has one of the best jokes of any movie ever. it's a great he, movie. But the whole when he does the huge beautiful dance like he's to symbolize what he's explaining to the director and gene kelly does this incredibly beautiful dance sequence and then it cuts back to reality and the director just goes i don't see it and that, <laughs> i think that joke that, is incredible
0: that that movie holds up the before i worked in in the entertainment industry as i'm working in it i've, <laughs> I've been taking a little break holds up holds up holds up it's
1: uh, it just so- keeps being right so I had yeah, and there's one scene in particular that people always wrote about in the context of like the scariest scenes in horror movies, which we'll also in audition, so not singing in, in the rain. Yes, um, uh, uh ooh, his calves—they're too powerful. <laughs> um, oh, those thighs! God help me! The nightmares. Um, I'm a closeted homosexual. Uh, that's why I have nightmares. Closeted Kelly's beautiful body. Uh, so it's it's for me, for me watching it even knowing what's happening, what's going to happen, watching it. I'm like, my experience was just of this watching. I'm like, God, this woman is like just too, like, I mean, it's not nice, but like, she's like pathetic. Like she seems like she's so, so submissive and seems so scarred and traumatized that it's like watching. I was like, I had this experience as like, like when I, I started, cause I never really dated as an adult until I was like 27 But just the experience of like meeting some women and being like, God, like it's there are just like experiences waiting. There are there are people who are going to take advantage of this person and it'll either like continue to really beat her down. Or by the time she's like, you know, Max, like Max 30, she'll be like, oh, my God, the fucking pieces of shit that fucking uh, I. and just like casually treated me like shit for years jesus but it just seemed like someone who was so beaten down and had not come out of her shell at all and seemed so submissive that for me watching it i recorded at 37 minutes for me is the first time just without any additional knowledge i would have detected something was wrong which is his friend on the phone being like hey i called that i called that like music company and The woman, the guy she said has been like taking care of her. She's had this like relationship with that, you know, maybe he was like whatever, like her, her sugar daddy or he was her agent, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. within those two parameters.
0: The the music company guy.
1: Yes, he goes. uh, He's like, there's nobody working there because he went missing months ago. And I'm like, this to me is the first time I clock something is up. And even then I was like, and even then you could write it off because when he asked her about it and she's like, I, yeah, he, he just brings the guy up. He doesn't explicitly say he went missing what she was like. Yeah. A friend of mine told me to lie and say that I had like a sponsor from a company and the guy is like, oh, great. And I mean, as somebody who got catfished, I completely understand a man uh, brushing off a ton of warning signs. Uh, uh.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, I that there was a way for her to be a lot more charming with all of that information. Oh, yeah. And she just wasn't. She was like, like, if you would have replaced her with a little animated ghost floating above the floor in any <laughs> yeah. of these exchanges, it would have been exactly the same. Yeah. um, She yeah, I she's
1: uh, so meek, like their first day after their first date, when she's like when she's like uh, uh when she's like. I want to see you again. We don't even have to see each other. You could just call me on the telephone. I just want to have another encounter with you. And watching it's like, God, this guy is so pathetic. Like, see, my experience now, like being like, just like, it's so pathetic that, like, and I'm not saying it's unrealistic or unbelievable. It's like pathetic because I know how real it is that a guy would be like, this woman is so charming and like needs my help. And she just wants me around so badly. That also, I guess, would, I, like you, I also see now talking about this with you, that is also a moment where it's like, that also could have been a trap. Like you easily, like you could just see that as a practical red flag where it's like this person, I'm too far in life and have a career in it. Like I, I, what I, I wrote I, down, we're not right for each other. What
0: I wrote down was, this is the horror of realizing that other people are not just your fantasy of them. (laughs) Yes. Because at first, because everybody has a fantasy about someone when they meet them and they first start dating them um, and the relationship is beginning, you know, that infatuation, the beginning stages of love, whatever, or even whatever. We, we fill in all the gaps about somebody else. And we assume that we will eventually learn the truth of what belongs in those gaps, and it won't be exactly the same, but it'll be nice. And this is like, what if what's in those gaps that you're filling in is fucking spine chilling? What so if that?
1: Can I ask you, mm-hmm. how would you gender swap this? I just thought of this, how would how would you go about gender swapping this type of thing with like the, the very successful established uh, uh, single mother widower?
0: Okay, it would be like Hope Floats, right? um but the uh so so it's a like you said for the woman um but the man is uh like a rugged lumberjack kind of like quiet type because he still needs to be spooky if we're sticking to what i'm seeing with this he still needs to be somebody that people in town are like oh yeah i i don't think he went to high school here but i think i know who you're talking about um so he gives off the spookiness but she sees it as a wounded loneliness oh uh, yes um and he doesn't say much um but she makes him dinner and he acts like it's the most amazing thing ever and um he uh he quietly without being able to make eye contact like leaves her a gift a, like a handmade like whittled thing like a little wooden whittled thing. But then we see him back at home and he's like, he has all of his whittled wooden things and he like has to clean blood off the knife also to start working on the next one. And we're like, wait a minute, where did blood come from? And she's like, I think maybe everybody else just doesn't get it. You know,
1: it's like this, we're not, neither one of us has a, a film degree, you know? So, so it is my concern. I'm like, what are we gonna, what are we, what are we gonna have to talk about? Because, especially since most people already see the movie and I was like, I don't know, are we going to like recap it much? But I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're having this. Like we each had this like gendered experience, but that is not, uh, uh, but not like an offensively gendered experience where I'm just like this guy attacked by this insane freak who did, he did not, he was just nice to her. Well, uh, yeah. And
0: that's also, as I said, some of the interesting stuff about reading the reviews when people are like, Well, there's uh, some people are like, you could view this as a revenge thing or you could view it as as," it it was like you could view it. One of the only the closest to what I view it as people were like, you could you could view it as a feminist revenge thing. And I'm like, what? She's not she has no relationship with him. She is scary. And he just misses all of it because because of the patriarchy um, and the assumptions that people make about women. Um, and especially when they are viewing them as something that they have to attain to make their life easier. Yeah. Like, I,
1: I anyway. do also think it's impossible to, like, death of the author is fine. Like, I always love to hear people's interpretations of, of things. I think that's great. I just... One of my wife's favorite jokes I've ever made is that because of death of the author, I can interpret the monster mash as being about <laughs> a scientist who's having an affair coming up with a bad lie to his wife to try. Oh, to where was that? Well, it was yes. um, it was a mash.
0: Listen,
1: I was <laughs> working in the lab late one night. Late. It, uh, Yeah, uh, I didn't plan
0: to go to that club. I every, just got this
1: phone call. Every October, she and I talk about it. Uh, <laughs> one joke I made once. She hates the Yeah. <laughs> But um it's I but I I also don't think it's like I don't think we can truly understand. What he would have intended, unless you are either Japanese or like Japanese. Yes. If, and he has said that. Actually, that's like
0: yeah. one of the only solid things that he has said about it, that like you got to be Japanese to get this. Oh, I mean, he's, he's I got- hope you guys enjoy it. And I'm glad you do. But this is
1: he is He has some this is for us, for he the culture. Some, he has some quote that's like hey, I love that. Uh, it's great that Western audiences like my work, but uh, I have no interest in figuring out why they like it or what else they would like. And I was like, hell yeah. Dude. Like He's like, zero interest in doing that.
0: Uh, did you want to talk about um, how wrong you were about Boxing Helena? No, because you didn't watch Boxing Helena.
1: One uh, um, of the things that's similar? This,
0: this does feel like kind of the culmination or like uh, Mike's interesting twist on this growing fascination in the 90s with um, psychosexual obsessions Mm. like uh, growing up in the 90s just the movie not even movies I saw but like ads on TV and some stuff that I saw I mean this was when Twin Peaks was just on the TV I expected a lot more psychosexual Obsession in adulthood. You know, <laughs> I expected a lot more quicksand, a lot more vanishing cream, psychosexual yeah. <laughs> obsession because he was in so many movies between Cronenberg and Lynch. It's it was just that I thought that was all adults did. Well, it's then, weird I that, found out about taxes. It,
1: it's weird how exposed to all that media you you were as a, a young person, maybe too much.
0: Oh, yeah. my I asked my parents one time when I was uh, dating a guy with a daughter who was 11. I was like, hey, what are some cool movies for like an 11 year old to watch? And they were like, kid movies, um, like all that jazz. And I was like, <laughs> that's not a kid movie. And they were like, really? <laughs> we, you guys watched it. That's a kid movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh-
1: I remember watching yeah. crash when I was 13, because mm-hmm. um, it was like it was like nudity and sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, the, and I was like, yes, awesome. I mean, like half. I, and then once James Spader is like fucking uh, uh Rosanna Arquette's open leg wound. Being, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this was not really what I initially believed I was <laughs> signing up for. Uh, Yeah, and
0: people think I'm weird for being like, hmm. Well, I guess I thought Stephen King short stories were pretty horny when I was a kid. Um, (laughs) Like, what else were? First of all, they are. Second of all, that's the. It was less less graphic than a lot of the movies that were out there.
1: Uh, Yeah, I did. I forgot. I do have um, learned that. Okay, I've pretty much covered. Oh, did you notice? Did you notice during their second date, the weird cuts where, like one of them would be speaking and it seemed like they would cut out like like two frames. I didn't, but that might also be
0: because I was clearly watching a very edited version.
1: Well, so I was initially
0: confronted with this. It's a fascinating movie. Again, don't watch it on- Should uh, um...
1: Should we get to the violence now? Well, yeah, like it's the I violence. Feel like we're, we're, we're kind of trying to go in order here. Yeah. As opposed to like a recap, we're kind of stopping at the parts.
0: Okay. Well, before we but get I to the violence, to then when they go away to their little sexy getaway, mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with that bed. I need that bed. <laughs> it's perfect. It's an ironwork bed where the ironwork is like mixed with snakes. Some of them are snake, And it's not so many snakes that it's like, okay, what is this Harry Potter? But it's just enough snakes that you're like. this is somebody who wants a snaky bed (laughs) and that's what i want my bed to say about me
1: oh i forgot to your your pitch for the gender swapped version the other thing i would add and this is from personal experience he also would always be asking questions about herself like he always would be asking questions but not
0: many of them again he's not talking a lot so but every now and then he would be like as he's gazing down like well how did that make you feel and she's like somebody asked oh my
1: gosh well because my friend uh my friend and i have have talked about how on dates there's this weird because i think men ask women so few generally uh ask women questions about themselves so infrequently on dates that we have the opposite experience where because we'll just ask questions about the other person there's the women are so thrilled that they will you know it'll be Drop the their panties of, right there no it'll be the end of a third date and You'll be like, this person could not know less about me because they've just been perfectly content to finally be able to like talk about their own life and thoughts and opinions on things for once that they like. They just like, I think a lot of women just expect men to talk about themselves uh, unprompted so that if you don't, they frequently will not ask you about yourself because there is like, I think like a social conditioning where they just are inclined to not have to.
0: Interesting. I think I, I I think my opinions on dating at all have suffered by having only lived in New York and L.A. as an adult. A little sure. Bit that London. is also probably but like. Impactful. So I'm like, well, I could tell you my experience, but it might just be well, this is what dating psychopaths looks like, um, <laughs> because it's I think it's very specific. But I will tell you um, there are as, as a woman on dates with men. Um, a lot of times they, they, they do, as you said, just talk about themselves. Like I've been on dates with men who, um, I feel like I'm like a, a, a vanity fair interviewer who has asked no questions. (laughs) Like they're just reciting their vanity fair article. Uh And I'm like, huh? Okay. Very weird. If they have any amount of fame, um, they, the, the few times I've been out with, uh, men and women who, Think of them who are who are somewhat famous mm-hmm. it's like talking to an alien because you don't understand because they're responding to questions that were never asked um and they think that you know a lot about them and so it it if it, it feels like starting a movie halfway through and you're like who is this why where where did they get the car what's going on anyway but specifically I about questions, I watched jake
1: hill uh, sorry i i just real quick to add on top of that i walked jake gyllenhaal's dog once uh, cause he's a client of the company I work for, I guess I'm technically breaking an NDA, but like, uh, he was a perfectly nice guy. Um, yeah,
0: well, you're not Taylor Swift. So who, who
1: emphasized, you know, he would get German shepherds, but he really wanted to make sure they were well-trained and behave well. Uh, but, uh, when he answered the door of whatever house he was like staying in, when he was in town, he did that. He was like, "Will," and I was like, yeah, he's like, Hey Jake. And as he was introducing himself as Jake. I realized I was like, well, there's just no good way for him to do this. It's like he I obviously am going to know who he is.
0: Sure. Yeah. It's going to be weird. Yeah. But 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 it's weird
1: too if he'd assumed if he was like, you know, obviously, you know, I was at the vineyard. I was like, what? (laughs) Like,
0: yeah, the few famous people who I have had interactions with who have done this. Are ones I have known nothing about. Okay, so it's yeah. been really difficult to navigate, and <laughs> sometimes I'm like, "Are you having a stroke? What? What's? Ha- am I not hearing every other word in this conversation? What's going on?" Anyway, but oh, and also or just at dating at stuff. 40,
1: at minute forty-three is when we get confirmation that she's insanely fucked up because that's the first time the
0: the bag rolls over.
1: No, so that's her. That's him thinking about calling her, looking at the phone, and then it cutting to her in her empty apartment with just a big burlap sack behind her, sitting in what is one of the most unsettling images I've ever seen with the most hollow wind noise, like wind blowing through a huge hollow tunnel is like the vibe that the sound that is playing when it cuts to her and her home with like her, that classic like J-horror long dark hair over her
0: face. I wanna get back to this question thing on dates though. Okay. So, yes, men usually do that. So there's probably a thing with women being very used to that and, like, expecting it and maybe being off when it is different. But I will say, I think enough men have heard now that they're supposed to ask questions, that what I experienced, the version of questions that they ask are 100% testing questions. They're all, like like you'll be like um oh i mean i don't know like you oh yeah um, uh, i'll have an order of toast um oh do you have apricot jam i would like apricot jam thank you and they'll be like do you think apricot jam is better <laughs> And be like what um yeah i just i want to have that now oh okay because it's not <laughs> or it's but like man. and Dude i mean so to be hard. more accurate it's very often about movies which is why I have started start I did eventually when I was still dating start starting dates by being like my favorite Batman movie is Batman Returns because it's the best one and just seeing how they could handle that um because they can't uh they can't <laughs> handle that opinion but yeah they were they think that asking you questions is like testing you for the right answer will you give me the right answer
1: okay and it's like
0: yuck what what is this don't it's, do that. Just ask me if I went to summer camp or not. <laughs>
1: like, well, in this, on their second date, when he's asking her a lot of questions. And he does they do kind of get into her life. And it is too, I want to say it's like it it's fascinating because this guy is not like this guy is not like an explicitly bad guy. Like he he doesn't like. He doesn't no, he's treat her not, badly or anything. It's just like which is
0: why he he has the friend in the first half. I felt like the, the auditioner friend is like the patriarchy. So yes. it can be like, well, this guy's just hurt. Society slash this friend is making him move along this path and encouraging him to, him to have this point of yeah. view. And then
1: it's like fuck, it's fucked up that this is the woman he chooses to try to have a relationship with, uh, not just because of the warning signs, but also because of like, you know, like it's just you know, it doesn't, it's, it's the classic thing of like, Oh, you don't want a partner. And that's of course coming from yeah. like the North American perspective, because I don't know what, uh, like what you were saying about in the late nineties and the nineties, the way it seemed like the relationship between men and women in Japan were like changing was changing culturally, but, um, Oh, the way he asks questions is a little bit like, have you seen that flight of the concords episode where you find out Murray has another friend and it's Jim Gaffigan. And his way of being a friend is he just asks you questions over and over. And like, like what do you think about this? Do you like this? What's your favorite this? So and this is
0: one of my issues about um, neurodivergent versus neurotypical conversation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Cause neurotypical people, I mean, this is overly simplified, but techn- uh, the, the idea that like, oh, I don't like people who talk about themselves. Um, I'm always like, yeah, well, there's two people in the conversation. So we're either talking about you or we're talking about me. And so (laughs) if you don't like if I talk about me, that says to me, you want me to just talk about you. And that sounds gross. Um, Anyway.
1: Okay. So do we Shall we get to. Uh. The,
0: uh, either okay, the, the violence, like the, part, the ending.
1: Well, yeah. I'll, I'll, well, so I guess actually, right before, so when he goes and meets her piano, piano, Ooh,
0: my, piano Reeves. So piano in, Reeves.
1: I was he's just, in, I was just Ooh. back in. Well, this is a classic <laughs> moment. This is a classic. I mean, he's an, he's an
0: American treasure.
1: This is a classic. Everyone loves piano Reeves. The classic was the Grink there moment for me. Um, And uh, I was just back in Calgary, and in Calgary, everybody does that soft A, the like, t- like taco. Mm-hmm. Uh uh Mary, Very British. Oh, drama, yeah, so yeah. like Tam
0: Hortans, Tans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes.
1: Soft A every vowel. Uh uh, it is its own dialect. I I I sometimes put a too much mustard on A's that don't need it, as I just try mm. to make sure I stay correct when I leave. Mm-hmm. But uh uh her piano teacher when we meet him, th- it's also funny because that is that then that is the the part of first part of this movie that feels like it becomes a, uh, Takashi Miike film when people tra- like of what people would traditionally think of with his movies, because suddenly it's this like f- fucked up guy in a wheelchair. Who's like,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah
1: And like his feet have been cut off and sewn back on and he's got on dark sunglasses. And he's like, like, he's like, like laughing about burning her when she was a child and then l- later, in the sort of like in his like drugged fantasy state, when she's like doing violence to a guy, and then suddenly the piano teacher's in the room and he's like masturbating while laughing and watching her mm-hmm. torture this guy. Watch that. I was like, okay, this guy, he's still got his flourishes, you know? We all have our artistic <laughs> flourishes, and his is the most over the top fucking, uh, bad shit, uh, uh, like villainous characters like this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay. So then go into the
0: so in the final she's
1: disappeared at this point
0: right yeah she's disappeared and he's trying to find her After and he's, he's finding out only love her yeah and he's finding out um over and over that she has pretty much lied about everything that he thinks he knows about her mm. um or left out parts where she cuts people up um like he's getting clues that she's fucked up and then he goes home and drinks some tea i believe and passes out and then who knows what's happening? We are in a unfolding like fantasy on fantasy on fantasy. This I was like, oh, is this where the trope of waking up and it was just a dream? No, waking up and that was just a dream. No waking up and that was just a dream. Is the is this where that came from? It's um, but I it's also is like probably. <laughs> I feel like this is going to get interpreted as me being really fucked up, but like the best part of the movie, not just because it's so graphic, but it's because incredible. it's like a ballet in that every shot has some new little element. Like no one walks into frame; you just he'll just like cut to a different angle, and you'll notice some something in the background that then becomes more information in the film and and in, in the scene, and it's just like really artfully choreographed and in does, a way that most people wouldn't bother.
1: And it is this really like, like interesting and compelling combination of this guy's like drugged, like drugged fucked up dream that he's having while he's passed out and fucked up, but also combined, clearly combined with like factual details from the past, because he'd have no way of knowing that this guy was in this sack because we know that happened because we saw it earlier. Uh, but he then is like in her apartment and this sack rolls over and suddenly the the like record guy emerges from it and he's like all fucked up and his feet and ear, all this shit has been cut off of him. Uh, and it, it's like, so that, I feel like that clearly did, like that's clearly what happened to this guy, but he wouldn't know anything about him being, uh, the main character wouldn't know anything about the the music guy being in like, this cloth sack and rolling around in that specific room and making that fucking noise we'll talk about. And, but like, but then it's like, well, but the piano teacher. Oh, you think was that was the there.
0: music guy? I thought that was a different guy.
1: Yeah. I thought that oh, was oh, oh, the-,
0: the music company guy. I thought you meant yes. the piano teacher. Guy. No, no okay, yeah, music yeah, yeah.
1: company guy. No, yeah, exactly. no, the, yes. but then, yeah, but then, yeah, it's like, but then the piano teacher is like there watching him. I think he's watching. Well, he him. also didn't have feet. Sounds like she got up to his feet too. She got a thing for feet. I, I think it, she's like, it's a real I think
0: Quentin it, Tarantino type. <laughs> I write,
1: And I will say, <sighs> if you have a thing about vomit, the start,
0: because yeah. she
1: is I've read and maybe it's just that mythic shit after the fact. But I have read that she genuinely that is the actual sound of her throwing up. Um,
0: I, 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 I think that I think the most effective way of um, communicating vomit is through the sound.
1: So, um, oh, my e- God.
0: Yeah, but I and so I think that because it's just it's pretty much just sound where it's it very effective and I I don't believe that she's actually on set throwing up. Oh, um ugh. I like I, I don't think that that's, that's probably just eating out people, of people people who watched it were like, Whoa, that was so real. You know, she probably did. Uh
1: yeah, so it's like, but yeah, so the fans like I so, interpret moviegoers as 12 year olds. So uh, I mean they are. They're so yeah. stupid. Um uh some of the I love looking at cinema scores uh from past movies and the things yeah, I also wrote down like, looking yeah, up
0: are... old old reviews of this movie reviewers are a great way to remind yourself that people are stupid and devoid of insight into lives unlike their own. Yeah. I'm a fun person at parties. Uh
1: but so it's like but it's the thing, it's like, did she actually make him eat, you know, her puke out of a dog bowl? Who knows? But like that's there's a whole thing. It's like probably. Because uh-huh. it, it's just this thing. It's like, it's, we. it seems like we are getting glimpses of things that actually happened that he ha- would have no way of knowing happened or the specifics, but like, it doesn't bother me because it's not like any, like it beyond it. Well, it's just a movie. Like, this is all so, it, it's so extreme. And so s- like the elements well, of it, it are so, swing so extreme in the different directions that I have no problem with the mixture of what is just his like, Nightmarish fever dream and details we're supposed to interpret as having actually happened.
0: It's very in line with my interpretation of it's the horror of the parts of a person that you don't know. Yeah. Um, and what if they were all the worst things? Um, because in if, if that's what we're looking at here, then it can go to anywhere. Um, these revelations can be any kind of nightmarish thing. It's just like, oh, that girl that you've decided that you are in love with and you've committed to, you're going to only love her. Well, guess what? That's a relationship, which means you can't leave. So you don't got no feet no more. And also this is what she always does. And she's going to, she's going to destroy you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I uh, did. It did. That part did kind of start reminding me of some, some commitment. Feelings I've had in the past <laughs> about making commitments to people but, <laughs> not and then liking you, it and feeling like I'm being smothered. Uh,
1: and so what you were saying, the best part of the movie are uh, for you. Do you you're including like f- essentially from the point when he like falls unconscious after being drugged through to the end is what you're talking about? Yeah.
0: I mean, the part that really All stood out for through. me was the was that scene where he's like watching her yes. interact with the guy yes. in the sack. And then we turn around. And the piano teacher is there and it just keeps moving and moving. And then we and then she walks wait, Then she then he like kind of comes to in his home and she walks in, starts cutting off his feet in the same way that she
1: she, she, uh, drugs him again. She gives him like. Right. Tells him he
0: can't move, but he can feel.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Starts torturing him. And then he wakes up in their cute getaway bed. uh, They're back at the beach. And she's very sweet and nice. And then he wakes up again in his home with his son coming in and being like, what the fuck?"
1: Oh, so it's it's him. His son walks in and sees him. And I think he underplays it in a way, I believe, where he just walks in and is like, dad, what is going on? And, and watching it, it's like, yeah, I could see how you could walk in on something like that and just like not be able to just see it and be like, what is this? What? Yeah. Well, like, especially his, when this, you're like, a his child foot has been cut off yes. and the, the way she when it cuts to the side view through the like glass doors of his house from outside and she finishes severing his foot and then she just without looking, tosses it aside and it bangs yeah i love that so funny like it's the first time
0: that she has looked happy in this movie is this sequence and she looks so authentically elated through the whole thing not like feverishly like psychotically happy but just like she's at a picnic in a field she probably
1: she probably looked like you watching this sequence in the movie Uh, (laughs) Other well, she i wasn't doesn't... like
0: relishing i was just like oh this is beautifully done
1: yes it's, um his son walks in and then she's just about to spray him with something she has in a spray bottle and that's when he wakes up because mm-hmm. he's seeing this but he's paralyzed and can't say anything and that's when he wakes up and she says she will marry him and i don't think he's proposed to her yeah he's like
0: what proposal she's like yeah. I'm, I'm saying yes to your proposal and he's like
1: proposal and yeah. that's uh it, yeah um um, and what do you, uh, what do you think about, cause it's quite, she then chases the sun. It seems like I remember it being maybe two or three minutes long, the sequence of her, she starts trying to spray him with this thing. He's like, what the fuck are you spraying me with? What's going on? He starts running away from her.
0: Yeah, it's she like every him at the top of the stairs, every uh, Nordstrom's. You know what I mean, ladies? <laughs> like, uh, I wear my own perfume. Thank you. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you've killed all those uh, Nordstrom ladies. Uh, mm-hmm. Keep them downstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's, he just he trips, falls, she descends on him, and he just boots her down the stairs, and she like breaks her neck in the fall, and is slowly dying, and he goes over and he calls nine one one uh what do you do what do you think it's because that sequence is so it's only i think two or three minutes it is not long that sequence it's not a long chase dramatic chase through the house she literally tries to spray him he goes what the fuck are you doing he runs out of the room up the stairs trips she goes to get him and he kicks her and she falls she flies down the stairs and is dying Mm -hmm. what do you think of how sort of like truncated or like brief that whole sequence is
0: i think it's perfect she's not difficult to kill yeah she's not that she's not the only reason that she is a very formidable foe is all of the emotional work he did himself yeah that he was like i'm in love with this lady This is all fascinating to me. Son
1: has never met her before. Like she has no power. To anyone who doesn't have
0: those feelings about her, it's like you're clearly scary. And all it takes to kill you is kicking you down the stairs.
1: Yeah. Um, yes, because like I I feel this is another difference. I feel like if this were a like studio film or even just an American film, she would have chased him around the apartment for like 10 minutes. Sure. But but if
0: it was an American film, it would have been so different in so many ways. She would have been like way like more deviously spooky and there would have been a lot
1: more music like <makes> yes. behind uh, everything that she does but it but it, i i just mean it but i even mean even with all that they still they would have added this unnecessary 10 minute it's like it's like i think it's important that this is this here, is a
0: horror only for people who are into her the only people that she yes. fucks with are people who are into her
1: but i ju- i guess i just feel like because i was watching I watched Doctor Sleep and like I like Doctor Sleep a lot, but I think the ending has some problems. Down to the fact that like the last ten minutes of the movie, it's like you just cut this off. It feels it's like people who make movies here think there has to be some long dramatic ending when it's the like final battle. Yeah, like, sleep through it. Uh, uh, yeah, like a, a thousand C- identical CGI monsters getting gunned down and like this unbelievably like uncompelling. Sequence and in this, instead of this, like he's trapped in the, the bathroom and then he gets out through the window, but then she like ambushes him through an alley and then he manages to make his way back inside. It's like, no, he can just kick her down the stairs because there is no reason for her to be chasing him around the apartment. Mm-hmm. Like you said, she is not the terror figure for this guy. Um, I this is just a, a personal thing of mine about endings, I think they're almost always way, way, way too long, and I just like appreciated so much that she just got kicked. I was worried You like a movie that goes,
0: you want a movie to just not call you back yeah.
1: and disappear from your life. Yeah. Our relationship is over. We don't need to draw Yeah. We don't
0: need to talk away. about why just like, and then,
1: I think honestly, I, I think my favorite part of the whole movie is also, and this might be a part of it too. My favorite part of the whole movie is she's lying at the bottom of the stairs dying. And the, the guy has regained enough, feeling to be able to kind of like try to crawl because she only gets one of his feet too right she doesn't get the other one I think so yeah yeah so he's like kind of pushing himself along the floor but he still can't he can like barely talk and he makes it far enough to move up and look at her body and when he looks at her I don't she's not even looking at him she's kind of like staring off at nothing and then she just starts rattling through the like patter she uses of like I need you I like you're all I want to care about. I need you to love me unconditionally. Um, Oh, we also didn't touch on the, of she, the reason she turns is because she goes to, she breaks into his apartment while he's not there, sees that he still has a picture of his wife out. And so then while she's dismembering him, she's like, you said you would only love me. And yet you still have this other, you still love your dead wife.
0: Also why she kills his dog, we assume.
1: Yes. um, And would kill his son as well. Yeah, so warning. But you don't Can't see take the a... dead dog.
0: Well, you do see the dead dog. You don't see the dog becoming oh, dead. Yes, right. But you yeah. do see it lying there and in an unnatural position.
1: Yeah. Um. And, and I, my you know, dog
0: got an extra treat then.
1: <laughs> uh, also, another great joke in the movie is when he's going through all the, apl- early on, when he's going through all the applications for the audition, mm-hmm. he's like at his desk at home and he looks over and he sees the picture of his wife like smiling. And he, turns it. And he just t- turns it around. Um, uh, but yeah, th- and it's like the the pattern she's going through, and she's doing it in the exact same tone of voice she did when she was telling him about how bad she needed him, and she just wanted him to look like it's like it's so it's so chilling to think about this guy <laughs> watching this woman and just being like, Oh, I'm like a fool. Like the truly the like most the most horrific thing that happened to him through all this was to have it revealed to him fully that like he is just this pathetic man who fell for this woman's like stock because none of it is personalized about him she could it's she this is uh, almost assuredly uh, just the shit she said to every one of these guys well and that all of
0: it is like the idea that uh, you know as i said i think that we think other people are I think a lot of times uh, uh, people consider other people like characters in their movie, much just simple and whatever they represent to them. And especially men looking at women, especially in this, in that, uh, at that time. they There, like to be like, oh, you are not. There is so much I don't know. I have no idea what just happened to me. I have no idea the reality about you at all, because now I see everything I know about you was lies. Like, even in this death, I even in this complicated fantasy sequence, it did not reveal an understandable truth about her.
1: And here's here's where you and I, because you're talking about how, like, he didn't know anything about her. Um, and for me, because I have this, like, crippling anxiety about, like, embarrassment, like, I, mm-hmm. I hate the idea of it. I used to, like, cry when I would get embarrassed when I was a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I'd cry harder because that was also embarrassing. It's like... <laughs> Uh, uh, in that moment, I would be, I would be so humiliated. Like I would be embarrassed by the fact that like, oh, she got me. I was just another one of these guys that she got with this routine. Like I was in no way special. I'm not, I'm not smarter than any of these other guys. I'm not more clever. I would have died if my son's friend had not gotten sick. I didn't even get myself out of this. So it's like, I am. I am just another one of these like dumb fucking assholes that this woman worked so effortlessly. She can do it as she lays dying with a broken neck. She can still run through all the shit she worked me over with so easily. That's how like pathetic I am. Uh, Mm. And then it ends with a weird song (laughs) to end with.
0: Yeah. But I mean, the only reason she could do any of that was because yeah. He filled in all those gaps. Yeah. He,
1: yeah. Like his buddy know. who seems like a bigger piece of shit than him, but his buddy was willing to be like, uh, cause like even before, oh, yeah, he, he was like, you should read the, the
0: like, Yeah, You shouldn't just look at the pictures of these women.
1: Yeah. His buddy is like, he's like, there's something really fucking weird about this woman. And like, please do not fall. Please like take it easy and don't rush into this. Cause like it's really giving me bad vibes. And the guy's just like, oh, I guess you just think I'm some fucking dumb, old, uh, foolish asshole, huh? And it's like- well,
0: And that's such an, another like, I mean, they don't really go into that, but like this this whole acceptable, like, oh, you're supposed to be a fool in love. Like, n- no, no, because that's how you get your foot cut off. Um, um,
1: okay, so so do you want to get into our three questions? Oh no, I might have already been covered. Oh, oh, okay. So I had three. So, uh, one of them I did, uh, I did yeah. is essentially covered. Um, although it was going to explicitly be like, but we kind of covered that you detected something off. I just think this movie is such a slow burn. Very. The, the like first, like I said, like 37 minutes are so, um, so little, like whatever we covered that. Um, I, uh, um, my, my second question is, uh, uh, would, would, the, does the explicit, would the explicit violence, does the explicit violence in this, would that put you off from recommending it to anybody aside from somebody you knew essentially like gore hounds, like people, you know, like love, like, ex- like specifically gore. Yeah,
0: but I would definitely check First, I know a lot of people who don't like horror movies at all, and I'm always like, "Why? What is it?" And when they're like, "It's too much gore," then I, I would be like, "Okay, well, this definitely has that, and it doesn't really make sense without it." Trust me, I've seen it that way also. So don't watch this. <laughs> um, but if it's like, I mean, are you are you you just don't like jump scares? This is going to be fine for you. There's a lot of lot of gore, but if you keep in mind this isn't actually real, um, this is a movie. Then you know I've I've done that with I know I have a lot of friends who have problems as I said with um animal death in movies and there's been a few that I have had issues with um most notably a certain episode of Chernobyl um, <laughs> with yeah. just so awesome. many dead dogs yeah. um but for the most part I am okay with being like oh these this is a pretend dog who never existed. And this is, it's not real. And if you keep that in mind, it's not as hard, I think. Yeah. This
1: is Um, like, as I've gotten older and more and more into like practical special effects, like watching the foot get cut off, it's almost too bad because it has, I now have a bit of like a layer of removal from it. I can't just sit there and be like, oh fuck, I'm watching a fucking foot get cut off. A part of me is like, wow, that like, that really looks like a foot is getting severed right now with piano wire. This is yeah. like, well, I, I wonder how they did that.
0: I just saw saw X recently. And I mean, yeah, looking at the, it, this so just silly. like clearly opened up all of that type of quote mm-hmm. unquote, torture porn horror. Um, it's because it, there's so much more slow, practical
1: <laughs> violence.
0: Yeah. And traditionally it was all, jump scare violence where it was like ax in your head
1: and he really he does it's like what you're saying about the the vomit he does such a great job of knowing what violence to show and which ones to leave up to your imagination Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: like like the the vomit we don't see it's so much more disgusting just hearing it than seeing whatever because like you know they either do it with like somebody has it in their mouth and they open their mouth and
0: she's always pristine too she's always wearing white she's always looks perfect so if we had seen her vomiting i think it would have when it's it's just a thing i don't think they've ever figured they have
1: not figured out they either have the tube which is too crazy or it's just somebody going like and it all coming out of their mouth at once which is not how it looks and the severing the foot is like insane how real it looks and it's 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 so visceral to just watch the piano. I was the whole time. I was like, like, ah, is it cake?
0: You know, but it wasn't, it was flesh.
1: Um, that they should, I now that show I would watch. Is it flesh? Um, (laughs) and whereas (laughs) we're sticking the needles in the skin around his eyes, they don't really show. And that, I think just letting him scream. I think that, you you get the pain of that specifically so much better just thinking about like oh god like
0: i was processing all that through acupuncture and so i was like
1: "Eh." (laughs) oh i bet his i bet he's really aligned right now (laughs) um uh uh okay so so you would so if movies just came up you were just talking to a group of people about movies because i'm assuming i'm assuming you really liked this movie
0: I mean, I did-
1: uh, well, I guess we should say that. What Did you, just like broadly, how much did you, or did you not like this? I movie?
0: liked it. I'm glad I watched it. It's not, it would not be a across the board, oh my gosh, you gotta see this. Okay. Or um, even for a like favorite horror, oh my gosh, you gotta see this. If somebody was like, I don't know, because I also don't, I, yeah, I don't know if I would, if someone was looking for something that I thought was in this movie- in mm-hmm. some way then sure but um i do feel like especially from reading about it and how many different ways people take it it's it's a different experience for each person and so i don't i i, I don't i don't know what experience i would be recommending to people
1: okay um you know uh, I mean? yes uh yes it doesn't transcend it enough where you're like look i know it sounds awful but like I I really do. Uh, yes, because, um, you know, there's some movies where you're like, like, I've done that with old boy where I'm like, look, you know, I always prompt with like, look, don't don't see it if you don't want to or watch whatever you watch. But I really do think. I think that like the things people talk about with this movie, it's it's so much better and so much more than that, that like it's really worth giving a a, a, a shot to. Um, but yeah, I don't know that I would do that in this circumstance either. Uh, not that either of you asked me, uh, but, um, uh, so, and my last thing, cause the, 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 the iconic moment from this movie and where I think most people, at least if they're, they're my around like our age, where they would have heard about it would be like lists of like scary, terrifying, horrifying movie scenes. And they would always list the fucking bag where she's sitting there oh yeah in the most fucked up pose and her hair is down and the phone is ringing and then this bag which you've seen a couple times behind her this big sack in an otherwise almost empty room it rolls over and makes this really fucking weird noise and that's like that's like the iconic scene from the movie so I I went and I checked I checked uh trailers for the international release I'm pretty sure I saw the original Japanese trailer I've seen subsequent trailers. They all include that moment in them. And I guess for me, I think that moment is like, and uh, almost anybody who's going to see this at this point would have already known about it. But to me, I'm like, you know, it would be so great to not have that moment because you know something's going to happen with the bag. But it would be so nice to not have that moment specifically spoiled, I think. is, But is there like, is there any way to cut is there any way to, like, promote or cut a trailer for this movie without including some of those big... Because also a lot of them also include, like, you know, a syringe being pushed down and, like, her fucking crazy-ass smile when the phone finally rings. And I her mean, like that's a larger, a that's larger
0: question about movies in general and movies and marketing, because I, I think about that a lot. And especially when I think about trying to make my own movies. And I'm like, oh, this would be so great if somebody saw this or heard this story or whatever without knowing anything about it but they would never be in the theater if they knew nothing about it so there's n- it, it, it's like yeah impossible it's, it's very rare so, a
1: movie can get the kind of word of mouth where people are like you have to go see this going without like where people where we almost collectively as a culture agree like just go see this or like that subculture that would be into whatever film is like just yeah, see and this, enough, don't read anything about it
0: and and often enough people are wrong. Like you hear that and you go see it and you're like, all oh, right. And then you're like, I, I, yeah. I could have I known something about this movie before I saw
1: it. And it, uh, I guess also too, we also had the different experience of you immediately detecting that this woman was really fucked up and me being well, like, I could believe that somebody could see this. And for the first 37 minutes be like, what is this? Like a weird, like romantic drama.
0: Well, and also you said that, um, you already said that the first time we see her in that room, which is not the time the bag moves, No, it's chilling. And so yeah. I was already like, oh, this is scary. Something scary is in that bag. This, this is a, a creepy vibe. And so when it moved, I was like, yup, I was right.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, it's so good. Waits I don't know me. what that noise is.
0: <laughs> I don't remember the noise. I remember like a, a flump of it, it moving,
1: but it's, it's in all the trailers. It's like, mm. a, like, a... um, mm. Speaking of an hour and a half. Yeah, that's all. That's that's everything I I have. I'm obsessed with like movie trailers giving away too much or doing a bad job of promoting movies or like movie marketing is a thing I'm kind of obsessed with now. Just in this like like I I think every fucking title sucks. I think this is an example of a movie, though. I think every movie seems to have like one or two words. And you're like, well, what does that even mean within that? Like so many movies, it'll be called like like it'll be called like. Like oh, uh, the
0: title has one or two words.
1: Yeah, the title will be something like uh like time. And you're like, time? What? That doesn't mm-hmm. tell me anything. Pig. But this is a classic example of like audition is obviously the best possible title, I think, for this movie.
0: Oh, I think it could have gone in other directions.
1: Oh, you do which ones? Do you have um, off the top of your head?
0: Perf like perfection, maybe. They or... don't even have
1: to be one-word titles, any other
0: okay. This bitch okay uh
1: this is a little modern for 1999 i think i think okay. a little <laughs>
0: you're decoration. not gonna believe this
1: <laughs> just ripley's wait till book, the end ripley's believe this woman or not
0: yeah uh <laughs> she she's worse than you think
1: yeah uh yeah um, she's all that brackets but like one in of a the really things i
0: movie. i've noticed about um like this This movie in the canon of horror movies is I've seen a few people try to make her into the the horror monster, you know, like the way people love collecting horror monsters instead of just the overall horror of a movie. And I find it to be a little bit of a pet peeve, like when like the way that Pinhead became this big horror monster for Hellraiser instead of like, he's just like one of the guys in the first one. There's a whole bunch of cenobites.
1: The movies get worse as they become more obsessed with just Pinhead as the monster, as opposed to the monster being, you know, in the first movie, the monster is being horny, is being so horny. You'll kill anybody to fucking get more incredible dick. Like,
0: (laughs) yeah, Um, that movie is so fucking good. I love that movie. Um, But the uh, but I don't feel like she. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like she's a, a horror monster. I feel like she is just a reflection of societal horror. Whoa, yeah. whoa, feminist. Whoa, yeah. interpretation. <laughs> Sorry. Um,
1: I I did try to find, I I did try to find a re, um reviews of this movie that called it uh, misogynist, but I couldn't really pull it off. Um, I because I was just, I was like, Ooh, I, hope I saw that it had been called it. It misogynist, wrong. but. You saw what calling? I saw.
0: I saw that it had. I saw people referring to it having been called misogynist. Oh, uh, but yeah, I didn't see anybody. Yeah, it, doing it, it just
1: is like so clearly the opposite of like a fatal attraction. Like it, it like the vibes of it are just so so different to me. Yeah. Well, um, that's the way
0: that Fatal Attraction was um, intended to be, and then they changed the ending because audiences didn't like it. Yeah. Um Yeah. Anywho- the thing that-
1: We've we both listened to uh, uh, You Should Remember This. Um, I was about to say you something You must else. remember that. You must remember this. Oh, right. Sorry. I didn't. Sorry. But if I, you want to do a, a woman's contributions if, by saying, eh, maybe. If
0: you, you want to do a knockoff uh, podcast called You Should Remember This. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I say go for it. Um,
1: so this was fun. This was great. Third. Well, who am I to judge? Uh, so third movie. Should we make the call right now? Next
0: time we are going to watch classic. Invasion of the Body Snatchers from
1: 1978. Uh uh not yeah, the 50s gonna, one. We're going to do that and also just as here at the end so we're we're dropping we're going to drop the first two episodes together. You'll have noticed they're both in your feed when they drop. Um and uh right after they do, if you have a recommendation for the fourth movie we should watch, uh you can send us an email at angrylittlegoats uh at gmail.com. Um, uh, and I guess we could put up a poll. You know what? Just send us, send us what you think would be a good one. It's, it's bet we, it's nice if it's on like one of the free services, but if it's not whatever, you know? um people have a lot of extra money these days we're all doing really well so, uh, yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. it's see. it's awesome
1: <laughs> yeah if you could pick a movie one of those things where it's like in theaters but you can spend 1999 to watch it rent Perfect. it no
0: we out. said no current ones because no, then be, we have to
1: worry about spoilers no no Is just whatever is, is as expensive as possible that's pr- if you if we have to buy a gun and like rob it from <laughs> the filmmaker because it's not out yet That'd be great.
0: That's not necessarily expect. Well, I guess the gun is okay. So, but for this one, it's going to be Invasion of the Body Snatchers. 1978's
1: Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And uh, we will see you again. Never. We just do
0: a podcast.
1: Next week. No, I watch people listen. Um, (laughs) Anytime you listen to me speak in audio format, a part of me is there. Uh, And that was when I carried you. That was when, why there's only one set of footprints. because I was carrying you while you listened to my comedy because you were so in stitches, you couldn't walk. Uh... Amen. Amen. I am. Will do we do this at the end? We already know ourselves. Okay. No, No. but
0: uh, our podcast is produced by uh, Aristotle Acevedo, who probably is not super proud of us. Um, But you know what? The work that he's (laughs) had to do, he gets credit. Like, you know, don't blame him but just consider what he's had to go through.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been, you have no idea the te- the insanely stupid technical issues I forced on everyone. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the end of this episode next week. Uh, 78 body snatchers. Angry. Bye little- bye. It's email.com. If bye bye. A movie suggestion. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Angry little goats. We're watching movies now. We kind of broke our brains. So we're just watching movies now.